But I do have you. You had some chewing gum earlier. Yes. And you dumped it in a glass of water. I, I, do you yeah. want to drink it? No. Okay. How long's that been sitting there? Uh, a few days. Yeah. That's for. Oh, how about you want to have a can of Monster? Nah. You ever drink a Monster? Yeah, of course. Uh, Oh, wow. You're cooler than I realized. I'm going to crack this open right what now. What flavor is that? I used to drink OG Green Monster before they made... Back when it really tasted of chemical toilet <laughs> shit. That's what I... It, like, drinking a can of Monster back then, it was like that blue liquid in a portable <laughs> toilet at a music festival. Yeah. It was horrible. You could feel it just, like, liquefying your internal organs and stripping away your intestines like paint thinner. It made you a man back but then. But now you're like, what is it? Fucking fruity, juicy, loosey flavor. What is it? <laughs> fruity, loosey <laughs> asshole. <laughs> it's ultra fiesta mango. Oh, wow. That sounds foreign. Give us a taste. Yeah, you Give can have a little taste. Yeah. Try we're drinking cans here. Yeah. So it's it's kind of a very popular Whoa. monster. Well, drink it. Don't act like you're better than me. Yeah, drink that. Get that down yet. Okay, you're drinking a lot. Yeah. It's pretty good, isn't it? It is nice actually. Yeah. That's much nicer than the shit I had to drink. Maybe I wouldn't have so many health problems if I didn't <laughs> drink so much monster <laughs> and eat so many chicken burgers. <laughs> but they just taste so good. <laughs> Put them in my mouth. <laughs> Well, we have a lot to talk about. Yes. Uh, we got True Detectives. Yeah. Night Country. Yep. Uh, I watched a nice, interesting thing about Jon Stewart, because yes. Jon Stewart's back on The Daily Show. Yes. And um, you want to talk about Vince McMahon. Yes. Because you're on the real uh, Vince is Innocent buzz, <laughs> aren't you? Yes. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. you told me downstairs. Like, he's no, a great I man. No. Well, it's he is real. a great. It's man. real to me. <laughs> it's still rape to me. Damn it! <laughs> it was me, Austin. I raped her. Oh, by the way, speaking of Austin, you know, yes, uh, Steve Austin. Yeah, yeah. So I was reading a thing about Tom McDonald. You know, the Canadian rapper that raps with uh, ben, ben Shapiro. Shapiro. Yeah, yeah. I got the facts. Homie, no cap. It's a yamaka. My money is stacked. <laughs> like Lizzo. Like Lizzo. It's a yamaka. Yeah. yeah. Lizzo is fat. I got the facts. My money is stacked. I am not gay. Yeah. I'm on. Uh, it starts off pretty strong. That Ben Shapiro rap. Mm -hmm. I was going. I you was got bars. Yeah, I was yeah. jiving to yeah, it. Okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, know, you like, were burning all of your Yeezy shit. It's like, <laughs> no, Shapiro is the new king of rap. But then, then. Near the end of the... He couldn't even sustain the momentum in a small amount of time. Because it's yeah. like, I'm having fun. I'm going to be a bill, a, a billboard number one. Mm -hmm. uh, it kind of falls... It's like a very weak way to end your rap. Yeah. Well, he's not a rapper, Brian. Well, fucking you say... How much... <laughs> have you rapped in a number one rap video? No, I haven't. No, Ben had... Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. give it time. I'm just, we I'm can just, do I'm just, it. I'm just trying to get more racist. Yeah. I got the. It, I gotta support Israel more, and then yeah. I can start rapping. What's up? It's Cad Dog. The people I don't like. So what I was gonna and say. That's why I don't. Uh... <laughs> but anyway, so Tom McDonald, all right. Yes. He used to be a wrestler before he became a rapper. Mm -hmm. By the way, he's Canadian. Yeah. Which I don't like. Uh, that kind of threw me off. But he's all like, you know, America first, and yeah, yeah. he's real like. But so his whole fan base is like. QAnon, Trump tarts. But he was know? saying that like when he's a little kid, he got bullied a lot. All right. Mm -hmm. But he loved. Uh, watching wrestling and his yeah. favorite wrestler was Steve Austin okay and I read this piece about him in like the New York Times or something where he's talking about this and he starts crying when he's talking about Austin he's like oh, oh. McDonald yeah he's like Steve Austin would get up and he'd fight the Undertaker and he'd, he'd win and he'd show them all who was boss yeah. and he starts crying alright yeah so he's just a he's awesome yeah yeah <laughs> He's not afraid to show his feelings, Brian. There's nothing gay about crying about Stone Cold Steve Austin. That's the straightest thing I've ever heard. Hey, what was my point? I was talking about rapping. Um... Uh, well, wrestling, Vince McMahon. Yeah, we'll talk about that later on, okay? okay? But I want to talk about True Detectives first. Okay. Because I've watched episode two and three. Uh-huh. Now. I have not. I still only watched the pilot. Uh, yeah. Uh, and you didn't like the pilot, did you? I didn't, no. It doesn't get better. Okay. I don't think anyone likes it, though. Uh, People are kind of paid to like it online. Yeah, and even they aren't convinced. Yeah. yeah. People, like, people are like, it's amazing, it's brilliant. Uh, maybe it's not the bestest ever. Yeah. No, no, I'm wrong. It's great. But the bit where she rapes the man, that was good, wasn't it? She does what? Remember that bit? No, what? You don't remember that bit? Oh, of course. 
uh, a sick deviant like you didn't even recognize it to be problematic. Uh, now, in the uh, pilot episode when she's banging the dude and he's like, wait, no, stop, because he didn't want to come, I yeah. guess. He was going to come. He's like, no, wait, stop. And instead of stopping, she grabs his arms and pins him down and just starts riding him extra hard till he busts. Oh. Now, reverse the gender roles there and how would that go down? Not too good, me thinks. And that's why we got to listen to Ben Shapiro dropping bars because he's giving us the truth. I right? forgot about that completely. Yeah. But yeah. it's a very forgettable show. Like, I watched the and... fact that a woman rapes a man and you forgot about it. Because <laughs> I did too. That's how boring the show is. It's just like, oh, okay. Next. I don't think that's rape. No, nah, it's not. It's, I'm uh, just saying, you know, it's a gray did, area. Did, did someone say it was rape? No, I think somebody good, just made good. the point that... Well, I don't, you shouldn't be listening to these people. It was Billy in Spot of War Mode. <laughs> oh, heresy! You have betrayed us! Ah, oh, like Peter or whatever cunt. Uh, who denied Jesus? Was it Peter or Ringo or who is it? Simon. Simon Baker. St. Simon Baker. Uh, By the way, like, so... Was it Peter or Paul? I forget now. The Doesn't... cock crow is five times yeah, whatever it is. Yeah, three man. times. Oh, sh- you fucking <laughs> Don't get the Bible wrong, yeah. you fucking... Yeah. But anyway, so... Episode two and three... It's just a lot of nonsense. Like, yeah. nothing really happens. I didn't realise. I thought it was eight episodes. It's six. Yeah. So what? I'm halfway through the fucking thing, all right? Yeah. Nothing interesting has happened, really. Yeah. I will say I'm going to spoil the only kind of interesting stuff that's happened. That's fine. I don't care. So I think they're setting up that... Russ Cole's dad is involved. Okay. So his Matthew McConaughey's dad, uh. Uh, the character, his dad is involved because didn't he grow up in Alaska? They mentioned Russ Cole grew oh. up in Alaska. Right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So they mentioned Travis Cole a few times. Right. And then um, there's a weird thing where like they're waiting for like the guys to tie out. Oh, the heads or so there's a, one of them's alive. What? Yeah. In a really dumb looking thing where they're like chipping the ice off. One guy's like, <laughs> Like fucking Captain Cave, man. <laughs> no, it looks really bad because the guy's like, Fucking Encino man is Brendan Fraser. <laughs> Paulie Shore shows up. Hey, buddy. Hey, I heard you got raped by a chick, buddy. Pretty cool. It literally, like, they have the John Hawk's son just pulls the guy's arm off. Like, look, they're frozen. The guy's like, Ah! <laughs> And it looks really bad. Like, his head's like, help me. Yeah. And they bring him to hospital. There's just no way that he could be alive, though. Well, well, listen to this, okay? Uh. So they bring him to hospital. He's in a medically induced coma for two episodes. Called death. <laughs> <laughs> well, at the end of episode three, okay, they wake him up. Yeah. And it's Jodie Foster and that boxer, you know, the other woman, uh, Ka- yes. Kylie Reese, I think her name Kylie is. Kylie Reese. Kylie yeah. Reese, okay. And, she, and he's like, bleh, bleh, bleh. And like, what happened? What happened? Tell me. Bleh, bleh, bleh. And like, oh, okay, it's useless. And Jodie Foster leaves. And then the guy's like, hey, hello. Mm. I see your mother in hell. Oh, <laughs> I'll see you soon. Oh my god, are you serious? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he goes, bah, and dies. The exorcist? <laughs> they do the exorcist. Your mother sucks cocks in hell? They do the exorcist. He's a ghost. Jesus. He's a ghost, man. It's a pure, like, hell. Like, his voice, pro- I'm not doing an act. Like, yeah. I am doing how he, like, so he's like, uh, uh, uh. Yeah. hello. <laughs> it's Gilbert Godfrey. <laughs> You got mothers in hell! Oh! Hey, how are ya? Hey, how are ya? She's in the great teepee in the sky! Yo, Don Gun! Yeah, so it, it's, it's, I think it's supernatural. Yeah. And then, like, what else happens? Chris Reckleson shows up. Okay. And he is, like, the kind of, uh, like, the police chief of the state or something like that. And he's right. like, God damn it, you can't do this. This is crazy. And she's like, Oh, really? Well, I'm going to do it anyway. This is my jurisdiction. He's like, oh, you're some crazy bitch. Who's that, Jodie Foster he's talking to? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. And Jodie Foster's like, well, you shut up. And then, like, um, later on, she goes to his house. Oh. And he's like, you going to fuck me or fuck me? How about both? <laughs> <laughs> 
And yeah. they're banging each other, right? Okay. And then the uh, the limey and the lesbian <laughs> start banging each other. Yeah, great. Oh, good. Yeah, yes. The eye candy of ninety-year-old Jodie Foster and skeletal fucking Christopher Eccleston, fucking fucking Jared Leto in million-dollar ballot. Ah, whatever the fuck. I bailed. I flubbed it there. It's shite. That's what I meant to say. What was that movie? Million Dollar Buyers Club? What is it called? Dallas Buyers Club. Dallas Buyers Club. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What was I thinking? Million Dollar Extreme. Uh, there's a crossover. Anyway. But, so, so how is the sex scene? Is it sexy? It, it was It was all right, you know. She'd get her tits she out? She doesn't know, no. He, okay. they're wearing, he's still wearing his hat, you know. Uh, what, do you see his cock? No. <laughs> No cock or tits. No cock or tits, okay. man. Yeah. HBO's gone woke now, I tell you. <laughs> but, uh, and what else happens? I can't even think of what happens. It's always like kind of talking. They're really focusing on like John Hawks and his son and then his son's girlfriend and then like, you know, they got Callie Reese, her whole family mm-hmm. and then you got Jodie Foster. Jodie Foster, by the way, it seems to just fuck everyone in town so she's fucking Chris Eccleston right and she keeps showing up to people like suspects and they're like are you here to fuck me or, or ask me questions and she's like oh maybe oh, eh, eh, eh. <laughs> uh, now I've got some questions for you uh, yeah uh, so she's like and they always like meet people and it's like oh remember Remember last time you came? Oh, yeah. I remember last time I came. <laughs> uh, who's... I'm sorry. Like, not to be... Yeah. You know, hey, I know I'm not, you know, uh, <laughs> the prettiest gal in town, but... I like Jodie Foster. And I really? Believe. It's funny, actually. Do they just have to look at pictures of her on the set of Taxi Driver <laughs> just to come? <laughs> oh, here we go. That'll do it. <laughs> but, um... What else? Oh, you know, her daughter's really annoying. Oh, yeah, the, the pedophile, the well, child, yeah. child porn enthusiast. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. mea culpa. Yeah. So there's a weird thing in this where like they can't, they go away to the bodies is tied out. Yeah. So they bring the bodies. There's like I don't know, like ten bodies. Right. To an ice rink, the tie out. What? Yeah, they bring the body. So they move the whole thing. It's a big chunk of bodies yeah. to an ice rink. Oh, and it's like a Mighty Ducks crossover. <laughs> Emilio Estevez shows up. The Flying V, Gordon Bombay. There's a bit Gordon Michael Bombay. You got to subscribe to the Patreon to get that one. But I, tr- I promise you it's good. It's not nonsensical retarded gibberish. It's very clever somehow. But there's a bit that really made me laugh. Where, like They've got like on an ice rink. This mound of frozen corpses and all the corpses. You remember, like, sort of like, yeah, it's like they chewed off their own fingers and feared they're naked, all right? Shoot off their own cocks because <laughs> they were horny. And they're like tawing out these dead bodies, okay? Then yeah. Jodie Foster's daughter's like, Mom, I gotta go meet my girlfriend. She's like, Get, get out of here. I'm busy. She's like, Mom. And it's not, not even a second of like, Jesus, Mom. Is, <laughs> what the fuck? There's rotting corpses in the uh, At least let the peewee hockey kids go home first. Mommy, you said Daddy was sleeping. Oh, no. Thanks a lot, Jody Foster. We just got him out of his room for the first time in weeks. And uh, some of the bodies have that swirl thing from season one. The pedo swirl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so- Best of pizza logo. And they keep, like, dropping these kind of hints about, like, these guys are studying something really, really important. Like, you know, they have something to do with, like, you know, curing all diseases or so- something really, really... Like, they were on the edge of something real big, mm. and now they're all dead. Mm. And who gains and who loses in this crazy game of cat and chicken? Mm-hmm. And it's uh, uh, it's so boring. Yeah. Even, like, the last bit, they find the video of some girl. Some girl went missing. And they find her phone. Right. Okay. And her phone, she's like, I'm out here alone, but, oh, there's something here. Ah! <laughs> it's like just pure, like, uh, Blair Witch Project. Right. Uh, it's not scary or anything. Okay. It's really bad. Again, I can't get over this, like, how stupid that guy was where he's like, your mother's in hell. Yeah, that's really stupid. So I think they are doing a full-on, just like, there's the devil. It's ghosts. Yeah, it's spooky ghosts. Yeah. And, um... Which completely... 
it removes any intrigue for me straight away because it's like okay well if the law if the rules of physics and logic don't apply you can do anything so i'm not actually invested i wouldn't mind I it don't again care. it's just a dumb vice that threw me off oh, okay it's just that if it was like really spooky and well done all right yeah. well, it's a brightly lit it's a a very bright hospital room right. with a guy with like you know fucking some ice cream rubbed on his face he's like you know it's like oh i'm cold and mm. then uh um he's doing like the dumb like like avoid like scary movie two shit you know right. yeah, yeah. Like, uh, it's that level of like i was as scared as that as, as i am of um true detectives you know what i heard about scary movie two you know that it's brilliant well yeah obviously ah exorcist 2 power or the exorcist parody with james woods yeah that was originally marlon brando and they recast james woods and that was the last thing marlon brando was in before he died really and you know the girl in the bed natasha yeah. leone there's a bit in it where the priest has to grab her tits yeah so this is like she was on a podcast i think it was with conan actually conan o'brien yeah the recent and, one wasn't yeah, it? yeah yeah and she was like uh, yeah, I, I think I might have been the last person that Marlon Brando ever fondled before he died. Whoa, what happened? Why did they cut out Brando? I think he just... he Was Was he fat he and was old? He was fat and old, but not in a fun way, you know? Yeah. Uh, you know how I make it work? <laughs> he, he's real sad about it, you know? Uh, apparently he was just like, you know, difficult to deal with and he didn't mm. like, you know... It's funny, it's like, you're difficult. Let's get James Woods. Yeah. You're problematic. <laughs> But that was another, I think then she started talking shit about James Woods. So I just, yeah. I, I pulled over the car. I got out and started running. I left the car there. I Man, was like, shut up. James no. Woods is so good. Like, yeah. I always talk about like how good he is at casino. Yeah. Um, he's in a tiny bit of Any Given Sunday. I, I watched Any Given Sunday a while ago. Oh, Super yeah. Bowl's coming up. Yeah. He is so funny in that. Like, he's only in it for like, I think like two scenes, but he's so yeah. funny. So racist. Yes. Uh, but in a funny way. Like, yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> in I think. a charming, likable <laughs> way. You know? Yeah, he's retired now. Although he did produce Oppenheimer. What? Yeah, you don't know that. James Woods. He produced Oppenheimer, I yeah. thought he was persona non grata in yeah, You think that, yeah, but you I, know, I swear to God. he's on Twitter saying like, Hillary Clinton is a pedophile who eats children's assholes and nothing else. Yeah, well, apparently Christopher Nolan likes likes his moxie. <laughs> well, I think James is a rather misunderstood character. I actually, uh, I based uh, the screenplay uh, Tenet on his uh, sort of dual persona. It's like he's he's coming and going. He says hello but calls you a fag. And it's 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 the synchronicity. It's the you know it's the two things can exist at once. You see, you can hate Jews but also uh, you know want to get cast by the Weinsteins. So There's a wonderful dichotomy there. You know the duality of man. You know. <laughs> yeah, well, weirdly enough, um, no. Nolan popped up recently in my feed because there's an interview with um, Nathan Fielder. Oh, yeah. And Nolan was the interviewer. Really? Nolan's a big fan of Nathan Fielder. Apparently yeah. his new show, The Curse, is like amazing. Yeah. Um, Apparently it's all weird and oh, strange. I didn't really care for his last one. What you couldn't handle it, man. Yeah. You were like, this is too mean. <laughs> oh, no. They're mentally ill and so am I. What was it called again? The rehearsal. Yeah, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll give it another go. Um... So that that's uh, that's the end of my True Detectives bit. I'm just not enjoying it. Uh, oh, what were we saying there? You said something about Christopher Nolan. Oppenheimer, yeah. You see, you know, he produced everyone... Oppenheimer. Huh? He produced Oppenheimer. I didn't know that. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. Now you see everyone kind of going mental that Barbie didn't get nominated for anything. Nah, no one actually went mental over that. No, all... they did. No, it's all nonsense. It's all Twitter nonsense. Hillary Clinton tweeted about it. So that exactly. Kinda, that kind of shows you like the, like those kind of people. If you're like a grown woman saying hi, Barbie. At this stage, yeah. there's something wrong with you. Like. There is. Yeah. That's what I'm saying, yeah. But yeah. there were a lot of people, like, crying yeah, and causing themselves. Yeah, that's body, actually pretty you know? funny. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I like that now. Mm -hmm. Finally, the Academy did something right. <laughs> They're just sad because James Woods didn't produce Barbie. Oh, he tried, though. <laughs> he was on the set every day, sneaking in, you know. He dressed up like a pink elephant at one point. It's like, maybe Barbie could go to the circus, huh? Hey. Oh, no, he's blotting chives. Woods again? Let's try to have a look at me teeth. Come here, Barbie, you little hoa. Uh, um, 
What was I going to talk about also? Um, the, another thing. Oh, John Stewart. Real yeah, quick. We'll yeah, talk yeah, about yeah. Vince McMahon after. I know you're raging to go. Uh, I'm really not. There's not a lot to say. Okay, you, you talk about Vince McMahon now, then. Okay, and we'll finish with John Stewart. Yeah. Okay. So this, uh, you know, lawsuit has come out that he's been. But it's crazy. It's like it's not just sexual assault. It's human trafficking. Human trafficking's a bit of spice, I yeah. think. But well, it's only because. So this woman got hired. She was in her forties. She got hired basically as a, you know, I'll I'll pay you to come and work in the company, wink, wink, but you don't do anything. You just have sex with me. Yeah. It was... Uh, well, sex with Vince McMahon. Yeah. I heard it was Brock Lesnar. No, but that's the thing. He started kind of pimping her out then to kind of like, oh. he was trying to sign Brock Lesnar. So he was like, hey, Brock, I'll sweeten the deal with this the, little the, piece of pie. That's funny. He's like, Brock, we like to have sex with a woman. And Brock's like, whoa. <laughs> I, can't, I can't get, women don't like me because yeah. I'm so small. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, there's all these like leaked uh, DMs. Oh, I didn't know any of this. Oh, look at the leaked DMs are crazy. This is literally, it's like, Oh, you're gonna love it. I'm gonna get three guys to fuck you. One in your ass, one in your pussy, and a cock down your throat. You'll be filled up with cum and it'll be coming out of everywhere and you'll love it. And it's crazy. Like, it's just the most insane shit. But here's where, like, okay, so the initial... And that was that was a text to Vince. No. <laughs> <laughs> that was Brock texting Vince being like, I'm going to fuck you so hard. Stop subverting it, Brian. This isn't the time for your silly little witticisms. This is real life. A great man's reputation is at stake. Uh, so the thing is, this only ever came out after... Uh, the she, big deal, isn't it? Yeah, but see, she had signed an NDA... So they had this relationship. It went from 2019 to 2022. But then Linda, the wife, found out about it. Yeah. So Vince basically had to say, look, we had a good run, but it's over. I can't have you working here anymore, but I'll pay you off with a million dollars. Just interrupt you for a second. I always forget. Linda was working in the, the Trump, Trump White administration. House. Yeah, 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 yeah. But like... Vince and Trump, obviously best friends. Yeah. Linda's on the cabinet. Fucking Triple H and his wife, Stephanie, who's Vince's daughter, big contributors to uh, Chris Christie. So they're yeah. a big Republican family. Yeah. You know? Makes sense. Yeah, yeah. But we're after like, Bernie's number one. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a Bernie bro. It's time to play the game. <laughs> Thank you, Triple H. Yes. Ah, we're going to pedigree these goddamn bankers. We need these lobbyists. Uh, but we're going to take them to the hell in the shell. It's time to play the game. It was me, Bernie. Hillary Clinton rips off the hood. It was me, Bernie. Bernie jumping off the cage. <laughs> oh, my God. They killed him. They broken him in half. He's broken in half. They killed him as God is my witness. Uh, but <laughs> continue. Fucking continue. Attitude Era was so much fun, man. I'm so glad I watched it at the right age. But anyway, so look, it was very clearly, uh, you know, a pre-agreed thing. You're yeah. gonna come. We're gonna give you this fake title, but really, you're a sugar baby. I'm your sugar daddy. Yeah. You're gonna fuck me. I'm gonna pay you. It's a solicitation thing. She was in her forties when they started this, so she's yeah. not this like babe in the woods type. That yeah, trying to I like it. You're like, no, she ain't. Not, it's not your first go round. <laughs> hey, don't sell me the hooker with the heart of gold. All right, I ain't buying it. But you know what I mean. So the only reason this is coming out now, he offered like when he said, right, we're cutting ties. You have to leave the company. Yeah, I'll, I'll pay you a million. She tried to squeeze him for three million. Okay, so he was like, okay, fine, three million. He only ever paid her the initial one million. Oh. And he didn't pay the other two million. Now she's coming out with. In that case, Vince, that's your own fault, okay? Well, what's he giving her three million for? <laughs> Sorry, I don't know. <laughs> she's over forty, man. Bitch is forty-four. You got forty-four-year-old pussy. <laughs> three million dollars ain't gonna do shit for a forty-four-year-old pussy. Pussy is like milk. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell in the cell. That's what I call you, pussy bitch. Uh, so all these like dms but like the shit that he sent is so wild and sprawling i need to read this now yeah but we never see any of her replies is it crossed out or something we just never seen them we only see his the shit he's sending but if you look at all the shit that he's sending it's not you don't get the sense that this is him just badgering this woman who's not responding you kind of get the sense that this is like a you know, it's a two like, way. It takes yeah. two, as you always say, it takes two to tango, love. <coughs> Sorry. 
He's getting emotional. But uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, look, I just think that there's, you know, she's maybe obviously, but I think what did happen though. Now she goes into detail of some of the. So he started pimping her out to other people. Yeah. And their stories where she was getting double teamed and triple tagged, very forcefully as well. Like My they God. would pin her down and hold her. But here's the really crazy shit. He like. Apparently, she suffered, like, bruising and bleeding from vigorous use of sex toys. He had all these sex toys that he named after WWE wrestlers. Oh, my God. I swear to God, I was like, hey, here comes The Undertaker. <laughs> here comes the big red machine. Yeah, the big show. Yeah, it's the big show. <laughs> uh, yeah, so it's wild. No. The Chris Benoit. Yeah. <laughs> Is this the hammer? <laughs> It's just a Bible he beats her pussy with. Uh, but anyway, look, I have no doubt that Vince McMahon is a rapist. He's a piece of shit. You're He's... a very different man when we're, when we're recording, aren't we? <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm trying to be as, you know, I think she was victimized and abused now, to an extent. But I think the <laughs> arrangement was pre-agreed upon yeah. and he just pushed it too far. And he is at fault. He is guilty of mm. that. But it's not like she came in. It's not like they're trying to frame it as if she was just like this little quiet desk mouse in her, you know, just fresh out of college, babe in the woods, didn't know what was going on. Well, I think the thing that you're against now. <laughs> Women's no, rights. No, yes. No, thank you for no, picking I up mean, on like, that. No, I mean, it's the sex trafficking angle. Yeah. But when you get a lawyer, they're always going to aim for the stars. Yeah. So they're going to say, we're going to try getting sex trafficking you know, crossing state lines, yeah. all that. So it, worse comes worse, we just get you for something smaller, but it's still a lot of money. But here's the thing. She's not the only woman to have ever alleged these things about him. That is an understatement, Kel my Surprise. Yeah. yeah, I know. But here's the thing. If his lawyers are able to point out that she's kind of making stuff up and being full of shit, then that's going to, you know, th- this could like end up having the opposite effect. And he could be like, hey, they tried to pin it on me. They, I came out innocent. So uh, the deal is done. Netflix, here's thank you for my five billion and I'll see you later. I think he's gonna he's gonna come out of this smelling the roses. That's uh, that, my prediction. That was a that was a real jump there, James. Okay, <laughs> that was a real jump from like actually, if you try to prosecute him, you're you're, you're making it worse. Yeah, yeah. So don't even prosecute him. No, I think because uh, don't hurt the Netflix deal. I think they're gonna try, and I. Well, think he's not connected to wrestling anymore. He is, but he's still got. He doesn't have a majority shareholder in the company, but he still has eleven percent shareholder. Oh, in the is company. he? Oh yeah. I yeah, heard yeah. Slim Jims made him. So Slim Jims are against rape. <laughs> yes that's one of their main yeah poly- one of their core values yeah well see the wwe just got bought out by was it tko yeah tko and now dwayne the rock johnson has been he's on the board of directors yeah. now and it's a whole they got this netflix deal like it's it comes at a time where all these big things are happening and i don't know man I'm not saying... Look, I know he's a piece of shit, and I know he's well, definitely uh, guilty of something. Probably a lot of stuff. Like, you just have to read his Wikipedia to see uh, all... Well, what do you want to see happen? Vince wins. <laughs> <laughs> no Vince. chance! That's what you got! Vince comes to my house, and we chill out, and yeah. then Vince... Like, we do a deal where Vince brings me around to his friends... <laughs> But they don't want me. Brock Lesnar takes one look at me and goes, Ugh. Oh, and he shit on her head during a threesome. He shit on her head? He did. He took a dump on her head during a threesome. Now, I don't know if it was an intentional dump or the fact that he's like nearly 80 years old. He's an eight years and old. He's on like, he works out a lot. And he's on a lot of steroids. Steroids and cocaine and creatine. He probably has no control over his bowels. So he probably shit on her head. And then he was like, yeah, that's right. I, I meant to do that. I'm kinky, baby. You'll love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's uh, a lot of wild shit. Like, you know, it's it's a crazy fucking story. But I don't know. I think I think they're trying to come at it with a false... I think they're being mean to him. They're trying to approach it with a false narrative. Hey, when baby, they... you were four years old. You've been still shit in your head already. When they don't... Hey, life already <laughs> shit in your head. You want some shit in the woods already. Yeah. I don't know. I think... I think we're not getting the full picture here, yeah. and I think it's gonna come back and bite the prosecution in the ass. I think th- th- I could be wrong though. Uh, look, I'm not a legal expert. No, neither am I. Clearly. All uh, right. 
what, what time? We're, we're at, at half an hour. Oh, right. I okay. think I've been a rape apologist for enough <laughs> there. I'm not. I know. I never thought I heard you he say that. He is <laughs> a piece of shit. He is a rapist. I know that. Yeah. I'm not defending him. He's scum. He's responsible for like death and destruction and despair and a whole lot of entertainment. But that's, you know. He's a complicated man, Brian. But <laughs> he was mean to Shane. I just think there are aspects of this story. Do you don't have to add all these caveats. Okay. People are on your side. Are they? Uh, everyone listening to this is pro Vince. <laughs> if anything, they've lost respect for you by yeah. all this like all these uh, you're this lily livered like oh, <laughs> oh you shouldn't sex traffic. <laughs> Oh, you're right. I've gone woke. I need to listen to more Tom McDonald and Ben Shapiro. That'll sort me out. Well, no, here. But you're going to bring on, talk about the absolute, the kind of guy that, in a way, started off all this woke shit. Yeah, John yeah. John Stewart. John Stewart. So, yeah. John Stewart. Johnny Stew. Here's the thing, though. So, John Stewart is returning yes. to The Daily Show. Yes. So, the deal, I thought he was returning, that's it. Full time. No, the deal is he only does Mondays. Yeah. Uh, but he is taking more control over the show itself. So he's now, producing it. Are they Monday to Friday? What is Monday to Friday, yeah. Monday to Friday. Jesus Christ. It's a lot of... Co- so it's kind of like SNL in a way where people are like, that shit. And it's like, yeah, but it's, it's almost impressive that they're like even able to do a show. Like, even even the shit is show. Like, they made some sets. They're wearing different costumes. Mm. They have to change... Co- like, Bo and Yang has changed costumes at least three times. Yeah. That's insane. Now, he doesn't change character much, <laughs> but, uh, you know. Uh. Oh, it's a different shade of denim he's wearing. Oh, that's pretty good. Wow, what a versatile performer. <laughs> Who are you going to be tonight, Bo and Yang? I'm sassy gay Asian. Oh, cool. That's good, I guess. Yeah. I like back 90s SNL where David Spade would play sassy gay Asian. <laughs> He'd just do a Bobby Lee impression. But anyway, back to the real stuff, okay? Yes. Uh, the Daily Show has been languishing for a while. Yes. And I think me and you... We didn't grow up in the States. No. All right. So we don't understand how important the Daily Show was. Yeah. So I watched a thing on YouTube. It's called Remember Shuffle. And they yes. kind of they do a podcast about early 2000s stuff. Yeah. And did an episode all about Jon Stewart. Yes. And how important he was. Yeah. And I actually realized I know so little about Jon Stewart before this. Yeah. I didn't realize how cool, cool um, quotation mark, how like he was... The cool guy. He yeah. was known as the cool guy. Yeah. Like early John Stewart, he's literally smoking on yeah. stage. Like they say, I can't smoke here. Oh, that's a good cigarette. He oh. had the Bill Hicks thing of like he he obviously just saw Bill Hicks and he's like, that's what I want to be. I want to yeah. be cool politics guy who smokes cigarettes. So, letter jacket, like yeah, yeah politics, yeah, bunch of BS. <laughs> Did he just say that? Yeah, that's yeah. right. If the president said stop smoking, I'd say how how high um it's weed. <laughs> ah, not quite as clever as Bill Hicks, but he is smoking a lot. to kill me like Hicks. <laughs> oh, I hate cigarettes. So he's this cool guy, and yeah. he's going around. He's like one of the kind of that kind of breed of cool comedian, like a Dennis Leary type. Yeah, kind of the. Gen X types, you know. Yeah, yeah they're yeah. kind of like everything sucks, man. Yeah, and all and all that. And then he did. A, I forgot how many shows he did. He did a show on BBC Two. Yes, that's right. Again, much like Bill Hicks, he came over and found success in England. Yeah, for the a English while. loved him for a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he did a lot of shit. He like hosted like a dating show on MTV. He had like a talk show that failed. He had a few different things. He but was he was on like, the Larry Sanders show well, for a the thing while. Is, on the Larry Sanders show, like he was considered to take over when Conan took over. Oh, okay. yeah. So whenever like there was like a chance, like who's going to host this next big thing? John Stewart was always circling the drain. You know, yeah, that's yeah. why in, in Larry Sanders is such a like funny thing to have him around because he's like, didn't he eventually in, in the Larry Sanders show he takes over at the end, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So and much- that was the thing. Like Larry, like Gary Shannon's very threatened. He's like, why is John Stewart here? What's going on? Yeah, yeah. Like, don't worry, Larry. You can trust me. I've got a leather jacket. Yeah. So eventually he gets the Daily Show. Yes. And The Daily Show was the kind of thing uh, Comedy Central started. It was like, oh, they got a very basic kind of thing of like, um, it's basically, it was a sketch show almost back then. Yeah. Like dumb jokes. So it's like, it's meant to look a bit like a new show, like on today's Daily Show. And then like, you know, have some funny stories. So it's just like lampooning the news. So basically like the day to day. 
but uh, American. Yeah, but American, and, and they make it in a day. So like, oh, uh, like you know, the day to day, like they have time to write a sketch. Yeah, and all that. And it shows. The, the, yeah. It's good. <laughs> the, the, yeah. the Daily Show is literally like got an idea. We got twenty minutes to film this. Yeah. Okay, we're going to go down to the studio, film it. Jesus. Did you sneeze during it? Fuck it. Who cares? You know. Jesus. So and it's all stuff like you know. What about like? It's, that's crazy. How like just such a high pressure environment for such a dog shit product. Yeah, yeah. You know? It's just it, churning out. You know. And you're never gonna be able to come out with something good under that kind of those circumstances. Well, that's why it's it's very impressive that some of it wasn't dog shit. Like, yeah. It's like uh, it's like working out in like extreme gravity. Like it's like working out like somewhere like turn to gravity. So it's like even just picking up a pencil is hard, you know. Yeah, it's like that yeah. level of just effort, right? And it was just stuff like, um, you know, it's like a cooking show, but they're cooking something silly, uh, you know. Who is the guy who had it before John Stewart? Uh, oh, what was his name now? Some guy who I think was in old school. Oh, Craig Kilborn. Kilburn, yeah. yeah. Who I have no knowledge of at all. Yeah, I, apart from that, and I think he did have his own talk show after the Daily yeah. Show. But it got cancelled. I have no idea if he's a comedian or or, or what. Or I think just, he was a comedian, a professional host. Some people just host. That's yeah, it. I, think I don't understand just... how you get into that. Some people just like just host shows and they do nothing else. I think it is comedians usually do that, but once they find a cushy number, they're just like fuck it. I'm just doing this. Yeah, now. yeah. Like Steve Harvey. Yeah, he, exactly. You know, yeah. He's a comedian, but and now he's... a lot of them are just like comedy is very like stand up is like. Okay, fuck, I'll do that. And it's almost like, you know, like actors are like, oh, I'll do this porn. Like, I'll do this, like, this softcore porn. I'm going to be ashamed of it. That's how, like, uh, people feel, like, Steve Harvey feels about his stand up. He's like, oh, I had to wear that slutty suit, that Mm. yellow suit. Oh, I'm so ashamed of myself. Yeah. But so Jon Stewart takes over and he starts off doing his style on the show. Yeah. And what helps him a lot is his, um, what would you call him? Like, the cast or, like, the, um, the, yeah, the contributors, whatever you call them. Uh, oh, what do they call them? There's a word for them. Why Correspondence. Correspondence. Yeah. That's so it. Yeah. He had two good ones: Steve Carell and Stephen Colbert. Yes. Two very funny people. I actually forget how funny Colbert was until relatively recently. Yeah. How funny he was. Everyone talks about Strangers with Candy and then the Colbert Report, which again, because we weren't in America and like. I was too young, and you were definitely too young. I did watch a little bit of Colbert Report. They used to have it on, I think, Comedy Central. Yeah, see, we didn't... I didn't have Sky growing yeah, up, so yeah. I was like... And we, like... We didn't have internet for ages. I swear to God, this is true. We didn't get a landline in my house until 2002. My father was very, like, Ted Kaczynski. You just found out about 9-11 then. So I think he just saw the towers. It was like, oh, we better get a phone, a smoke, eh? Uh, you never know what to happen. Some travelers are fucking trying to crash into me tractor. Your dad's like, the travelers stole the copper in the towers and they fell. Actually, just remember there, sorry to interrupt. Yeah. They used to show the Colbert Report on, like, more four at, like, 11 o'clock at night. You just oh. that. Yeah, it used to show on more oh, four. Like okay. One of those Channel 4... Um, what year was that? Oh, like, I don't know, like, 2006 yes, or something. Yeah, I was out like, getting pussy, bro. Oh, I wasn't. They were, like, they were, like, calling me up, like, Brian, fuck me. I'm like, sorry, <laughs> I'm watching political satire, babe. Yeah. You wouldn't understand. Do you know who Newt Gingrich is? <laughs> I didn't think so. No cock for you. I'm the cock Nazi. No cock for you. Uh, yeah, I was 2006, so I just uh, started playing in a band and going out drinking and doing drugs and mm. having fun. Okay, well, I was busy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and look, we both ended up here, so. So anyway, the uh, point is, John Stewart takes over and takes kind of a... a, a they're saying in this podcast we listened to, you listened to this. as well, I did, didn't you? yeah, and it was very good. I yeah. enjoyed it a lot. Uh, very informative. They're saying that at the start, it was very much like, hey, look at this thing. Isn't this crazy? George Bush said what? Mm-hmm. George Bush said nu- nuclear? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was, it was like that level. It's like, that's crazy. George Bush is a retard? Yeah. Uh, a little bit less. But, you know, a little more sophisticated than yeah, that. Although they did sometimes say uh, retard on like national television yeah. back then. It was no big deal. It was no know? big deal. Yeah. Just like now. <laughs> Just like now. Nobody cares. I can say it in a fair city if you want. <laughs> but anyway, they won't let me. Yeah. But anyway, um, it was real. But then as it went on, it became a little bit more like actual commentary. Yes. Not just jokes, but commentary. All right? It became, it sort of morphed into... People started taking it more seriously. Yeah. And it was like, 
oh, these guys are actually making very good points. And they were doing it at a time where, so the Bush administration, it's very Republican, and none of the big news organizations will criticize him properly. Well, here's the thing. It's not even like, it wasn't even that hard to make good points. It was just kind of like, this is stupid. Yeah. Like, oh, this is dumb and this is dumb. A lot of people, like, a lot of anyone kind of, you know, kind of liberal uh, bent, okay, yeah. would think this stuff. But it's just, it was so rare to hear. This is a time that, like, when the Dixie Chicks came out against the Iraq yeah. War, they po- were basically beheaded. Post 9-11, everyone was super, like, uh, patriotic. Yeah. Support the troops. Don't question the government. We have to do what we have to do. Hmm. You know. A little bit the way it was. It was like that with Israel to start. Mm. I think now because of social media. That's the thing. There was no social media back then. Yes. So now you just have like these five channels be like, this is 9-11, yeah. 9-11, 9-11. You could control well, the narrative. About, but there was no weapons of 9-11, yeah. 9-11. And because, you know, their show aired on Comedy Central, they could slip stuff in under the radar. Yeah. That's how they got people's attention initially. And then by the time... You know, the big wigs realized, oh, these cons are actually pretty influential. The, you know, fan base had grown exponentially, yeah. you know. And they also made a good point of, like, a lot of Republicans also like John Stewart. Because it the very, he wasn't seeing anything too liberal. He yeah. was still, like, you know, support the troops. Yes. You know, da, 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 you know help 9-11. Stuff that, like, pretty apolitical stuff. Where it's like, if you say we got to help 9-11 responders, not going to yeah. get someone who's like, actually, no, because a lot of those people were... Uh, white! <laughs> yeah, because they're covered in dust. That black chick isn't white. She's covered in dust. And now she is dust because she's dead. Because she just is a bunch of fucking asbestos in her lungs. There's not people protesting the funerals of 9-11 responders. <laughs> like, they were bad. Probably pedophiles. <laughs> Statistically, yeah, I mean, three thousand people, yeah, probably in New York about. Oh yeah, yeah. some people don't talk about that much. Yeah, <laughs> oh, I do. Every first day I'm on, think about it. Love the amount of pedos that were in the towers. Not a half bad thing, is it? I'm like, no pedos died in 911. <laughs> yeah, because they were all. Anyway, this is why I could never host the Daily Show, Brian. I'm too real with it. Cadding the truth, cadding the truth. He out here giving us the real. Yeah. So and then um, this is all during the, uh, the George Bush era. Yes. Yes. And then and then he kind of, especially second Bush era, like they were really praising him, being like he's the most trusted man in America. Yeah. And they start becoming more like, like fact checky. So it's not just like that's crazy. It's yeah. more like actually that's wrong. Mm-hmm. The this. Yeah. You said this, but. Last year, you said this. Uh, we actually went through the minutes of the Department of Justice and uh, the House of Congress, and it's like, and I'm just sitting there blazing a doobie. It's like, thought this was supposed to be funny. Yeah. When South Park coming on? <laughs> it's funny. This is like on before South Park. Yeah. And all this like. Yeah. But really, Comedy Central really ruled the roost for a while there. Yeah. Two of the biggest shows ever. Yeah. Right? But anyway, um, so then they're saying the big change was then Obama becomes president. Yes. And there's like a shift then. Yeah. Because now you're kind of like in the in the winning position, yeah. In a way, it's when it's the, the underground punk band signs to a major label. They've gone mainstream, yeah. and now. he literally is hanging out with Obama. He's going yeah. to Obama in the White House, stuff like that. Yeah. So it becomes more basically a show about Fox News. Then it becomes yes. like we are just gonna uh, talk about how Fox News responds to Obama. Yeah. And that's basically it yeah all right so it starts becoming about really the politics and more about the media about it mm-hmm. and the very interesting thing that is that they went to the writer strike as well and i was surprised by how anti-writer john stewart was yeah yeah where he per- took as a personal insult that is that writers that, went on strike yeah yeah, yeah. yeah and yeah, he yeah. said that makes you feel bad mm. i feel like the villain uh, i can't earn money now and How are we going to stop the government if I don't earn loads of money? <laughs> and it makes it more interesting. Know the thing about him and Seth MacFarlane? No. Yeah, it's interesting. So Seth MacFarlane was talking with this, and he was be- trying to be real um, civil about it and trying not to be. So basically, Seth MacFarlane was very pro writer strike. Yeah. And he actually stopped making Family Guy. He said, "I don't. you can fire me if you want. Wow, okay. Yeah, I don't care, right? He's a man of the people. Yeah. Also a big fan of Jon Stewart. Because I remember 
at least initially, and I don't know what you're going to yeah. tell me. I don't know. You're probably going to ruin my life with some <laughs> facts now. But like any time they mentioned John Stewart in Family Guy, because the character of Brian was very liberal. Yeah. It was all even any jokes about John Stewart. It was very like you know, with kids' gloves. They were very yeah. complimentary, and they obviously had a lot of reverence. They were in the him. same circles. Yeah, Apparently, yeah, during yeah. a writer strike, he criticised uh, John Stewart because John Stewart was kind of like he was still doing. He started doing the show again, but without the writers. Right. Same with a few other uh, shows did that as well. Where they kind of like we're here. No writers, but we're just going to like, you know. Yeah. We won't do any bits or segments, just do interviews and mm-hmm. that, right? And, you know. John so- Stewart reads the Washington Post. <laughs> Silently. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you, this Dilbert character is getting pretty wild, huh? Yeah. Wonder what his creator thinks about <laughs> black people. <laughs> but anyway, so um, apparently John Stewart, he was like a mild criticism, like, oh, I wouldn't do that. And then apparently John Stewart called up, was like, hey, you fucker, you don't understand what the fuck I'm doing, okay? Yeah. I got fucking people, you know, there's fucking cameramen, you get fucking paid, you know? Right, right. And um, also, when like the entire, you know, left wing media is like, John Stewart is the funniest, smartest, cleverest, coolest man. That probably inflates your ego. A little bit. So he's like, I'm fucking changing the discourse of our country. I'm, you know, hearts and minds. Yeah. What are you doing? Your fucking chicken fight jokes, you (laughs) stupid cunt. Giggity, giggity. Grow the fuck up. The rapist is giggity. That's important. (laughs) That's important, is it? But but it's funny because Seth- I wish you were on that plane on nine eleven. You god, you hear that story? Yeah, yeah. But it's funny. Seth MacFarlane's were like, yeah, and we had disagreement. But you know, I, I love John. I love John. Mm. Well, you know, disagreement about these things. But look, it all gets solved in the end. He's trying to be very civil yeah. about it. Yeah. But and then they talk about the, the march against sanity. They had a big march. I had never heard about this. This sounds ridiculous. So yeah. what was this? They had a big march. Just to be like you know. It's funny, like in like I know would it be like two thousand and like twenty uh, ten roughly in like twenty ten you'd be like politics is so insane right now. American politics will never be this crazy. Yeah. We go have a march, just a march for sanity. Just what a was march even happening yeah. politically around those times. Nothing. That's it. Like Libya. That's twenty eleven. <laughs> it was just a state. It was really vibes. It was vibes. Yeah. Like, just bad vibes. Wall Street, the economic downturn, but like. A little bit of like you know uh, Occupy Wall Street. Yeah, that. that's yeah. basically it. it. Was all just like, oh no, just poor people in the news. Oh shit, let's have a, a rally for yeah. sanity. And they got like, uh, I think they got like Ozzy Osbourne to play Crazy Train, but yeah. he play like Peace Train or something or Sane Train. Yeah, yeah, funny stuff. And this was all his idea, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's big. This big rally, almost like. We have our own Burning Man, basically. Like I'm the Woodstock star. or I'm something. Like... It's Woodstock '99, basically. Yeah. I'm the star of the show. No Limp Biscuit. <laughs> oh. So it, it starts to go off the rails a bit, and I think a lot of people, like, the Daily Show was a show. It was almost like a water cooler thing. Yeah. And then it becomes a thing that only politics nerds watch. Yeah. Like, like the same people that watch like MSNBC would watch this, and it, it, it stopped becoming like a cool show and start becoming just like. Uh, just a regular show yeah. like a regular news show like, again too mainstream and it wasn't critical of the government in power it was critical of the organization who opposed the government in power yeah you know what i mean so it's like it kind of becomes basically like uh, a, a defanged I, like a mouthpiece for the democratic party kind of not to be too hyperbolic but a bit propagandist you know a little bit like that and it's kind of well it's like again a mouthpiece like it's, it's kind of but it, of course fox are fucking insane oh, for the right were, like, as well like, things so. like you have a lot of material of like yeah, you know because yeah. they're saying like obama wasn't a citizen and yeah, they're saying like you know yeah. they saying like he, started by hillary by the way yeah anyway, and they're yeah, saying like nobody they, brings they, that up they don't that's no. saying like hillary her guys all leaked that stuff replaced to a muslimic moon god yeah they said that yeah and it's true <laughs> All right, Brian, put down the knife. He's not in the room. Obama can't hurt you. <laughs> beep, 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 beep. He's in the ceiling. Um, but uh, the point is, I think Stewart himself kind of sees, like, I don't have that sway anymore. Yeah. And then Trump's coming, and he's doing all these Trump things. You're like, oh, Donald Trump, here's, here's why Trump is bad. And nothing's happening. Yeah. He's not, it's not like I did this bit about Trump. Surely the, uh, Trump's finished, right? Like, yeah. no, actually, uh, uh, 
he's more popular. He's yes. like, but my powers. Yeah. My daily show powers. So I think he sees the writings on the wall. Yeah. And he's like, I'm going to get out here. Get out while you're still, your, you know, your legacy is somewhat intact. Yeah. So he leaves and he gives the show to Trevor Noah. Yeah. And by the way, in that thing as well, I was laughing. They played that bit of Trevor Noah talking about that protest. Yeah. That was so funny. It's like Trevor Noah being pro cop. And he's like. Because cop, is it like in South Africa? Some... There's a there's a big um, a protest in South Africa. There's a big kerfuffle. Yeah. Uh, first time ever. There's a bit <laughs> of trouble in South Africa, right? Yeah. And the cops got really uh, violent with the protesters. I think they, I think some people got killed yeah, or something. Yeah, they shot them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But Trevor Noah's like, what do you expect? This would happen <laughs> if you funny. come to a protest. Yeah, Trevor Noah's like, and all the people are like, oh my God. Uh, no, I can't do the voice. <laughs> oh no, I'm being shot. What? Yeah, shoot at me. I do not like to be shot. That's him. That's Trevor Noah doing that, not me. Yeah, it's very problematic. It's wrong, Brian. It's wrong. He's punching down. Uh, but yeah. But yeah, so he's like, like, uh, he gets tra- basically point is he gets Trevor Noah in because I think Trevor Noah was one of the correspondents. He was, one, he was a correspondent for literally like less than a year. Yeah, they wanted Michael Che, couldn't get Michael Che. They got um, this guy instead. Uh-huh. And then the show takes obviously okay. The show takes a real downward turn. Yes, where again it becomes more just like we're gonna say Twitter things. Yeah, it just becomes more like. Uh, hashtag YOLO. Yeah, yeah. Donald Trump. Oh, that's a red flag. Oh, Mr. Cheeto Man himself said something problematic. Yeah. Um, what do you what do you mean when you say that, Trump? Yeah. But what's more interesting is South African accent. It is hard, isn't it? Yeah. I know. I know you get there eventually, buddy. (laughs) Okay, guys. Where's Donald Trump? Yeah, he's very bad. I don't like him. It's like he's in the room. <laughs> I don't like it. And, and you thought I was a fool for wearing blackface. Well, always be prepared. G.I. Joe. Always have blackface. G.I. Joe. But anyways, find it. What's more interesting, obviously Daily Show goes to shit. All yes. Right? What's more interesting is John Stewart's career. Okay. So before he left, John Stewart took, I think, a few months off. To direct a film called Rosewater. Oh. And Rosewater, I think this is like 2015. Okay. And he actually put uh, John Oliver in charge. Oh, okay. And that's how John Oliver was so successful guest hosting that he got his own HBO show then. And then obviously what's very funny because, just to go back real quick, The Daily Show was so impactful. Every late night show becomes the daily show. Yeah, they all become political. Mainstream news outlets kind of become like a sanitized version of the daily show. Even like fucking Ben Shapiro. It's it's all all like that. It's all that kind of style. Tim Dillon even. Like, you know. Yeah, yeah. It's it's all that kind of basic stuff. Just, you know, funny loudmouth says wacky stuff. Yeah. But with a kind of political bent yeah. that kind of appeals to whatever crowd you're going exactly. for. Exactly, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, so he did a film called Rosewater, and it's about this guy who, um, it's based on true story. This guy gets kidnapped, and he's, like, held by, like, Al-Qaeda for years. Uh, I think, like, for literally years, okay? Okay. And it's about him being trapped there, and he's gotten, like, thinking about his life and all that. It's like a, a real kind of award Oscar bait movie. Wow. Didn't do very well. I never even heard of this. Yeah, and actually, when he... John Oliver, John Stewart returned. Okay, right. he'd make lots of jokes about it during, like, oh, almost as bad as Rosewater. Remember that, guys? Of course you don't. You know, <laughs> yeah, like that. Throwing funny jokes. Eh? Yeah, yeah. But when yeah. he left, finally, when he left the Daily Show, he did a few things. He signed a big deal with HBO, right? right? A three-year deal, and he was going to do a new animated comedy and a stand-up special. So they paid him big money for this. Wow, all right? yeah. And they were advertising. I remember this. They were advertising. And it's funny because they had no clips of any of these things. Right? It's just like have a big like coming up. Game of Thrones season five and untitled Jon Stewart program. <laughs> Ooh, you can't wait, can you, kids? You yeah. Know? Who needs dragons when you got uh, a Jewish guy? <laughs> but so um, they never happened. It all fell through. Apparently, wow. he spent lo- they spent loads of money. He wanted to do an animation thing, kind of like South Park, where he could do an episode in a week. Oh. It turns out 
that's actually kind of hard. Yeah, especially <laughs> if you have no like history of working in animation yeah, yeah. at all. Yeah, so he was like, actually, it's I- just him with like a pack of crayons. Like, oh fuck, oh no, oh what? I've only got twenty minutes left. Quick! <laughs> I saw Steamboat Willie do that. <laughs> So, and then the stand-up special didn't happen either. So, he basically got free money for just three years doing nothing. But isn't that like a breach of contract? Doesn't he... Uh, he, has give, sue him he has or? to give some money back okay. but the money that they spent on all the animators <laughs> and that that you can't get that money back yeah man that's actually crazy. HBO lost a lot of money on that yeah. the stand-up special as well just didn't happen how could you I mean that's very easy to shit out a stand-up special yeah I know yeah. it doesn't even have to be good you I know, know yeah. yeah so he this he just quits that he should have taken, took some notes from Trevor Noah, you know? <laughs> yeah, Trevor Noah's always pumping out specials. Doesn't have to be good, don't you? Just squeeze it out, these dogs will lap it up. And then I'll show you funny videos of Muslims being shot. <laughs> well, what's next is, okay, he does Irreversible. Which is a political satire I talked about ages ago. You loved it, I it remember. It was awful. You loved I actually, it I actually, with all your heart and soul. Don't act like you didn't, Brian, okay? <laughs> you fucking loved it. Yeah. No, I remember you were like, you were like, like rage texting. like, that's the worst fucking thing I've ever seen. It's so shit. You were like very angry about how it was. Bad a, it was. It's a really bad yeah. movie. It's kind of like a, this dumb satire about like, Steve Carell plays a political analyst and he's trying to help this small town guy uh, played by Chris Cooper become like the mayor or something. Right. Uh, And then like it becomes a thing where like um, the Republican Party are like, oh no, if this guy, if I, I think it's something where like if this liberal wins this small town, it's going to start a chain reaction where the whole uh american south will turn democrat yeah so we got pumping all this money of course yeah yeah and it turns out at the end oh, i'm gonna spoil it go on i think at the end turns out it was it was all a scam and the whole town were pretending like the election was fake oh and it was just to trick steve carell to get money from democrats and republicans oh because money's the only thing that you guys really care about oh okay and then that's it, really dumb and then it ends with uh What's the name of the title again? Irreversible. I, 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 irresistible. Irresistible. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> Steve Carell gets raped in an underpass by a gay French man. Oh, Kelly Clarkson. <laughs> I love lamp. Oh, I take a lamp up you. But it ends. Uh, it ends okay with irresistible. Yeah. But then the era disappears and just resist. Oh God! So that didn't do very well. Okay. So next, he signs a deal with Apple. Mm -hmm. Do the problem with John Stewart. Now you guys don't know anyone over at HBO, do you? (laughs) Yeah. Good. Good. Don't dare freaks over there. You can trust me. Yeah. 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 Again, really weird thing. So he wants to do kind of like his own John Oliver thing. Yes. Where every episode is different topic. God, that's kind of heartbreaking. It's like the thing that he influenced he has to try now copy yeah. so it's funny just it's like, to get clout. he's talking to Apple like you know the Daily Show like what it's like can you do something like John Oliver like, he's you, a genius do you know him do you it's like, I'm actually friends with him <laughs> sure yeah. kind of yeah <laughs> you have his number that's so I funny know. I was actually driving uh, somebody to a gig uh, about a year or so ago who was good friends with John Oliver yeah and like they lived together in London and he moved to New York and he was like I don't think it's going to work out for me. I think I've got to come back home. And then like a week later, he gets the Daily Show. Yeah. And uh, funnily enough, this lad never heard from John Oliver again. So, <laughs> And he's very busy, isn't he? <laughs> it is a free one, isn't it? Ah, yeah, that doesn't matter. Uh, know, know, name so. names. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, I was going to say a name there, but yeah. no, it'd be stupid. Yeah. But anyway, point is, okay. He releases the problem with John Stewart. Yes. And again, very funky kind of thing. So he releases an episode and he's like, next episode will be out in a month. Huh. So it's a half hour episode and like it's a monthly schedule. That's bizarre. Yeah. Uh, and That's it's like, never really been done. No. Has it? And he does like the problem with John Stewart. It's a episode a month and there's also a podcast a month as well. Yeah. Where we go deeper into the issue. And it's like, John Stewart, this episode is about money. 
Or, so he does an episode, then he does a podcast about the episode. Yeah. Very self-indulgent. Yeah. I, like, I watched a little bit. Oh, I just watched some clips. Even as weird, the clips, you know, like, clips on YouTube are kind of popular. Yeah. They do, like, one clip a month. They're yeah. Like, the rest of it, you got to go on Apple TV to watch. I'm not going to go on Apple TV to watch this shit. No. Um, and then, apparently, he did, an ep- he did a season, and then he did a second season. Apparently, he got a lot of pushback. He wanted to do episodes about China and Israel oh. and about Apple. And oh. Apple were like, mm. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> What's guys? I, I the Daily Show. Come on, come on. Those are the three least controversial subjects. <laughs> yeah. So Apple were like, no, no. And he was like, well, I quit. I'm like, yeah, cool. <laughs> we don't like you. You're weird. Well, I won't do my Apple episodes. Stop wearing a leather jacket. You're in your sixties. <laughs> He's still vaping inside. Yeah, like, yeah. Well, I can't vape inside. You're like <laughs> just chewing Nicorette gum. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's why it's weird. So he says, agreed to come back to the Daily Show, right? Yes. And people are acting like, oh my god, he's back after his long. It's... He was on. He was on fucking. His show got cancelled in 2013. Yeah. The the problem with John Stewart, he's been around the whole time. Yeah. He's been popping up on different shows. Yeah. What has he been doing? Like, you don't really. What was the last thing we ever? Well. I tell you, the last thing that kind of where we got a little bit of flavor of that old John Stewart was when he was on Colbert. Yeah. At the peak of COVID, when Colbert was just like a mouthpiece for Pfizer. Yeah. And that's it's just tragic to see how he's gone when you see how good he was. But anyway, so like back when the lab leak theory was still very controversial to even mention. It's weird how that was controversial yeah. anyway. Wouldn't that just be like kind of interesting fact? Yeah. Yeah. Well, that would, yeah, if we lived in a world where you were allowed to present the facts as you found them. Well, steady on, James. Stop, again. Really? Stop getting all daily show on me. <laughs> you know what? I take it back. I think you're wrong. Yeah. Yeah, it was from a chicken or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so he was, what was it like? Yeah, he was just basically like, isn't it weird? So the labs, they're making viruses. Yeah. And then the virus comes out and yeah. it's not connected. And Stephen Colbert is basically like, shut the, shut up. Shut the fuck up. I just bought a third house. I need this. Yeah. Oh, Murray. It's yeah. a lab leak, Murray. <laughs> <laughs> shut up. Uh, uh, so, uh, yeah, basically Colbert. Colbert loves to ruin a good bit. Yeah. He loves doing that. He's like, actually, that's not correct. Yeah. All right. Stop talking. It's ins- we're gonna sit in silence now. He doesn't like he, you know, no comedy, no charm, no charisma. Just like kind of dead-eyed husk of a man. It's like Trump is bad, Pfizer is good, Joe Rogan evil, Elon Musk evil. It is kind of like Hillary cool. I, I would agree with some of that stuff. To be honest with you, it's more like the pres- the presentation. What would of you it. agree with? Uh, I don't even know. I wouldn't. Huh? I wouldn't dare to say. Oh, come on, but- <laughs> come on. Come on, let's you're, see it. You're Billy Big Balls, come on. I don't want to talk shit about Elon Musk. <laughs> he won't invite me to his parties. Oh, do you not get invited? No? Oh, okay. That's the good thing about being so mentally ill. I'm partying with Elon Musk every night. It's me and Elon, and we're making fun of Trevor Noah to his face. What's my point? Is this? It's very disheartening to watch like these shows and every single like you know their monologue jokes, the Kimmels. And Colbert especially is like, Donald Trump said what? <laughs> like, yeah. there's an act of genocide happening. Yes. That the, the party that you support is causing. Funding. As, yeah, yeah. Like, yes. Facilitating. The old genocide Joe, right? Yeah, yeah, And yeah. then you're like, the Trump indictment is... Cr- and this time, Trump's getting indicted for yeah. real. I was like, it, it, it's such... For reals. N- he said the yeah. gaff was worth seven million. It's only six and a half at best. <laughs> he deserves to be up for war crimes in The Hague. Because they're not doing anything at the minute. It's a free calendar in The Hague, yeah. Nothing going on over there. No need for anything, you know. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's very disheartening. It is almost like this kind of parody where it's like, surely you could mention it. Once <laughs> yeah. you can mention what's going on over there. Now, like, what do you reckon? John Stewart comes back. He takes more creative control. Uh, nothing happens. I guarantee it. Nothing happens. What happens is he won't mention Israel or anything like that. I think he'll take this very long, like twenty-minute kind of like like thing of like, hey, look, da 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 da. Both sides, da 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 da. But you know what, guys? Maybe it's all about peace. And mm-hmm. the people are like, oh my god, this 
monologue made me cry. And it's a piano a- comes out and he just does the cover <laughs> of Imagine by John Lennon. Yeah, yeah. And it does nothing. Same with like... Imagine there's no Muslims. <laughs> Sounds pretty good to me. <laughs> Bagels for everyone. <laughs> and the lockers are always free. <laughs> Imagine there's no queer... No, I, don't I don't know. Anyway. Yep. These freaks, okay, they actually think, like, we, the Daily Show can stop Trump. Yeah. Uh, like, we need to save America. Like, and they're going to do all these videos, these viral brackets, you know, yeah. like quotation marks with, videos. What's that cunt called? Jordan Klepper? Klepper. I hate him so yeah. fucking yeah. much. I only learned about him today. I've watched him for six and a half minutes. I've never hated anything more in my entire life. I hate him. You know, you look a bit like him, actually. I might glass you. Uh, nah, he's just very cunty. Yeah. And that's the thing. They're all like, don't punch down. But if you just stick a camera and a mic in some like working class hick from fucking middle America, yeah. the Midwest who doesn't, you know, he's got shit between his ears. Mm. And then you're like, um, uh, so what do you think about the DOJ report? Yeah. I think they're eating babies. Huh, thanks a lot, mister. Yeah. And it's like, no, you're right. The big thing to point out in that episode with John Stewart is the correspondents used to do a character and used to have like a joke. Yeah. Or anything. Now it's just like, they were the butt of the joke. Yeah. They would be the last, you know, mm. Whereas now it's just like now, ah. basically you're like do you uh, go in some hobo and be like do you know Latin you don't <laughs> uh, did I do that <laughs> let's see his penis take his penis out look at that <laughs> uh, that's a Trump supporting penis right there 